Hey, mother. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to another Yippie Kaye movie showdown. Today's genre is vampire films, and our defending champion from Buddy Films is John Quattrucci. So he'll be going last in this challenge, and he's challenged by Sean Murphy and me, Ralph Quattrucci. But before we do that, normally at this point we do What'd You Watch This Week? But we got so excited about the vampire film genre, we all started throwing out all these films that we could bring. And it, we realized it's such a rich, rich genre that we wanted to talk a little bit more about other vampire films that didn't make this cut. Now, this cut is three that we picked for this one, but there's a ton of them. So I'm going to kind of go around the horn with people who wanted to talk about other vampire films. And tonight, let's start with uh, John Quartrucci. Is there a right. film that you uh, didn't know you're bringing? What do you what are you bringing tonight? I'm bringing what we do in the shadows, nice. which is like uh, real 2014. I'll, I'll okay. talk about that later, yeah. but we'll do that. And Sean I struggled. Bringing... <clears throat> I struggled big time with this because the movie I wanted to pick that I knew wouldn't win was Dracula, the original Dracula, 1931, Todd Browning, Bela Lugosi. But to be honest, I wouldn't let you bring it. You what? <laughs> I would not let you bring it. Yeah. So we made a deal. He said I could talk about it for a little bit. He gave me a little bit of time because, look, here's why I wanted to pick this movie. I asked my wife, I go, hey, do me a favor. Give me an impression of a vampire. And she goes, I want to suck your blood. And I said, now, why is that the voice that you? And the reason is because of that movie, 1931. And no. when you think when you think of a vampire and you think of the tuxedo, you think about the cape. You think about the voice. You think about Dracula. Now, also Nosferatu, that iconic image of Max Schreck's character, Count Orlock, and also they also created the trope of the sun, which wasn't in the Bram Stoker novel. The sun can destroy a vampire. That wasn't in the novel. That came out of that film. Also, the crucifix. The crucifix was not a big deal in the Bram Stoker novel. In Dracula, they made it a big deal. All the movies that came forward after this is based a little bit on the legend that this movie created, which which wasn't even really based on much of the novel. It was more based on a play. But uh, I just felt it was my duty as a uh, film historian to make sure that we give the props to both Nosferatu and Dracula, because those two movies set the tone for all the vampire movies that followed. So that's all I want to say about that. And I'll talk more about my movie later. Okay. Uh, Drew, what do you got? Do you have any, any vampire films that came to your brain? I've got um, two, but it's, it's really going to be three. So <laughs> the first one I want to talk about is Fright Night ah, from great. 1985. It's just uh, a really great example of uh, an 80s movie, an 80s horror movie, a horror comedy it's just got you know great gore effects and makeup. It's everybody in it is totally committed to the idea, and the whole premise of it is that uh, a weird guy moved in next door to the main character, and the main character is a teenager who thinks that his neighbor might be a vampire, and they get a lot of mileage out of that, and uh, they have a great cast in the movie. And to my great um, satisfaction, they made a remake of it in 2011, I think, that was also really good with uh, Colin Farrell and David Tennant and Anton Yelchin, the late Anton Yelchin as the lead. And that was, uh, it was a little more of a straight type of horror movie, 
Um, it wasn't as funny, but it was very effective and really well done. And I enjoyed that. But especially after what John just said, uh, you know, making sure that you respect the history of vampire movies. The other movie that I was thinking about is Shadow of the Vampire from 2000. Um, oh, it was yeah. produced by Nicolas Cage and it got Willem Dafoe uh, an Oscar and other nominations. It also had a Best Makeup nomination for Dafoe's character as much as anything else. And it's just, it's a very clever movie about uh, how uh, in 1921, when Murnau was shooting Nosferatu, the guy that he found to play Count Orlock, Max, Max Shrek is the name of the actor, that Max Shrek was actually a vampire. And he starts eating the crew and um, it affects the movie. <coughs> it's, it's great and it's clever and it's funny. And the more that you know about the story of Dracula and the story of, of Nosferatu and how it was an, uh, a, an uh, an illegal version uh, adaptation of Bram Stoker's book. Uh, the the more you get all the inside references and ideas, and uh, <coughs> wonderful cast, and there's some some stuff in that uh, very dark, strange movie that's also very very funny. So when you said vampires, those were among the list, and the other one, of course, is what we do in the shadows, which John's going to talk about tonight. So a lot of good stuff out there. Did you say and Nicolas more. Cage produced that movie? Yeah, that was Nicolas Cage. I didn't know that. It. With Saturn Films, yeah, that's his. That's his shingle. Yeah, that was based on. They thought Max Shrek was uh, a very odd, the real Max Shrek was a very odd character, and that's what kind of sprung from that. Yeah, no, he was a, he was by any standard an eccentric dude. He yeah. just said, "Well, what if he wasn't really acting?" Right. And Defoe was great in it too. He's great. No, I don't, don't have care a, and all these great people. I don't have a huge memory of watching a lot of different vampire movies over the years, but I, once you brought that one up, I do remember seeing that one and enjoying. Oh, it. Cool. It's just been such a long time, but um. Yeah. yeah, twenty years now. Yeah, twenty years that movie. Yeah. Malkovich probably was got it from Cranbrook Video. I'm guessing. Boy, <laughs> Cranbrook Video. Rest in peace, Sean and Debbie. Or you guys uh, got your uh, teeth in, Debbie? Does. I like to say this about the vampire Bella Lugosi, darling. He was the best. I'm talking like this. <laughs> Be careful, you don't swallow. Yeah, don't don't swallow those things. But uh, basically. Vampire, you know, being in the blood business my whole life. <laughs> That's true, folks. That is true. Hemoglobin, my business. Love it. Four, four molecules of heme holds, you know, a lot of oxygen. Okay. It's amazing, but uh, I love Transylvania. I love transfusions. I love everything about blood, really. Any movies, though? What did you say, Drew? Any movies. Any movies? movies? I love all of them. Bella oh. Lugosi, number one. Oh, okay. And he's the number one Dracula. Oh. To me. Did you guys make a lot of in your, when you're doing all this blood work, did you make a lot of vampire jokes in the all office? All the time. All the time. Oh, good. You have one? Uh, nothing that really doesn't suck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. okay. Sean, I was good. Sean, I know you're bringing you're bringing you're bringing what to the to the show. I'm for, bringing for the, the Night Stalker, and we'll talk about that later. Okay. But um, Earl Kolshak. I will say I got to go with John that um, Dracula is essentially it, and I know why people would be um, hesitant to bring it because it is really slow moving. It's based more on the novel than the thing, but. Bela Lugosi really brings something. And I think the first half 
in, in all Dracula versions, the um, Harker and um, Transylvania stuff is always better. But that's a classic film. If we want to go back to another great classic, which was unmentioned, it'd be Carl Theodore Dreyer's um, Vampire, which if you haven't seen it from 1932, it has some really arresting images in it, you know, of a burial and all. It's very creepy. It's, pra- it's 1932, but it's practically a silent movie, you know. But it, it's another... Fabulous European film. Uh, you know, I, I love all vampire movies, and I do want to say a little more about Dracula. I mean, it's been redone millions of times. And if you've read the book, I really think the definitive version of Dracula has not been done yet. I think nothing, no movie has been as good as the book. And it's hard to do as a movie because um, it's an it was a expository novel that it's all letters and all. So it's kind of difficult to make the narrative work. I do want to give a shout out to Francis Ford Coppola's um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. So that would be Francis Ford Coppola's apostrophe, Bram Stoker's apostrophe Dracula, which suffered from some really unfortunate casting of um, Keanu Reeves and um, Winona Ryder. But the art direction had this great fantasy look and the portrayal of Dracula was fantastic. But of course it makes this mistake of, trying to save Dracula, you know, it's sort of like, nah, we don't want to save Dracula. We don't want to save Michael Myers. We don't want to save Jason. You know, we want him to be evil. We want him to um, terrorize us and then die, you know, but I thought that was a really fabulous film. And some of the um, more, another one I really came close to picking was um, dark from the, um, there was a um, serial, you know, a soap opera on television, late 60s, 70s called dark shadows. That had a vampire named Barnabas played by Jonathan. I mean, um, yeah, Jonathan Frid. Jonathan Frid. Now, the show, I recently rewatched some of the episodes of the show. The show itself is unwatchable. Doesn't but, hold up at all. But the first film they made, the theatrical film, which tells the vampire story called House of Dark Shadows, is a really, really terrific vampire movie. It's really, it's really well done. It's got great gore. It's got great color. It's almost like a hammer horror film. You know, it's really vivid. I really enjoy it. There were a lot of fun vampire films like Blackula in the early seventies and, um, Count Yorga Vampire in a sequel. You know, so there are a lot of, there are a lot of great vampire films. I like some of the later ones like, um, what was the one where they're in the, in the mobile home? Near dark. Near dark. Near yeah, dark. Near Dark, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I tell you, the modern vampire film, and also 30 Days of Dark, 30 Days of, of Night, night yeah. mm-hmm. really good too. Um, but the good thing, the old vampire films always kind of fall on the fact that they get the vampire in the day, like Dracula. The ending is so anticlimactic. Right. You know, he's sleeping, they drive a stake through his heart. You know, so... Um, you know, they, you know, some of the modern ones have a lot of shootouts and this and that to make it more, um, to make it a little more lively for today's audiences. But there are so many great vampire films. John I can talk- Carpenter did that one where uh, James Woods is carrying on crossbows. And I love that vampire. silly movie. Yeah. Oh, that's- oh, yeah. Dragging them out of houses into the Isn't light. Isn't that called Vampires? Was that what John they were called? It's called John Carpenter's Vampire. Oh, that's vampire. right. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I like that. They're, that's, they were uh, hit team. famous for uh, Daniel Baldwin in that film. Yeah. Hey, and I will say also in uh, Vamp. But Dark Shadows is the first one, is the first vampire movie where I saw him killing vampires with uh, crossbows, you know, oh. so, um, you know, House of Dark Shadows. And it was really gory, too, you know, big, 
crossbow vote, vote bolts going through people's chests and everything. You know, so um, that's a fantastic little film people should check out as well. How about you, Ralph? Well, okay. So the one I'm going to bring or brought is uh, Love at First Bite, which is a satire from 1979. I was going to talk about specific ones, but I kind of want to talk about the vampire genre as allegories to a lot of things. And they use it for allegories for a bunch of things, right? So a movie like, um, well, there's an also famous, uh, what's that HBO series that was on forever about the vampire? True Blood. okay so there's movies where they're using uh vampires as allegories for aids you know the blood the blood issue or allegories for 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 corporate struggle you know there's rich people that get the blood movies like daybreakers and um uh i can't think of them all right now it's flooding but you know even a movie that i was going to talk about which is let the right one in that swedish film about the little boy who befriends a vampire who ends up protecting him from bullying. So they even spread it out to bullying and things like that. So it's an allegory that can be used for all kinds of societal issues. And they use the vampire genre to kind of make it entertaining. I mean, even Twilight, which I honestly have not seen a frame of that series. I think that was probably allegories for racism and all kinds of stuff, right? There's all kinds of stuff going on in that. Well, you want to know the truth about that, Ralph? What's that? You want to know the truth about the blood? When we transfuse... Blood transfusion, you know what you're talking about, people that are rich, young people, babies get the freshest units of blood, you know, that were just drawn the day before, three days before has to be three days young blood drawn. And also sickle cell anemia patients get fresh blood. Those are two requirements. Okay. Everybody else gets used blood. Yeah. You have to recycle it. You have to. I'm talking. Good I'm job, Ralph. The, I got it. Thank you. That's Good very job useful about the allegories, Ralph. Good but job. I'm, I'm talking about in the movies the way they use it, not real life. Well, IRL. I mean, come on. All right. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say. I just can't get over how rich this genre is, and how you know they. Well, I mean, the, the reality is, it was difficult to pick one movie. Yeah, very there's so there's so many and so different, you know. Uh, and you also want to win, so it's like, do you pick one? Like to be honest with you. Ralph and I had the discussion. He said, what movie are you going to pick? And the first one that popped in my head was Love at First Bite. It just automatically popped into my head. And I said, yeah, I think I'd like to watch that. Then Ralph and I talked about it. And then I really started to think about the original Dracula. And I'm like, you know what? How can we do a show on vampires and not do that movie? Because it's not going to win. Ralph doesn't want to talk about it. But it's so ingrained in our psyche of what a vampire is. You know, I wanted to mention it. Kind of I was working on, sorry, I was working on a horror movie, and the director of the horror movie that I was working on brought up um, mentioned Dracula, and I said, uh, you know, I said, you know what, that is still one of my favorite horror films, and he's like, you know, me and my wife watch it all the time just to laugh at it. It's so bad. I did lose that, respect for that guy. It's so. Well, cre- I mean, it, it's the way it's shot is it's really creepy. There's no music in it other than the opening. There's a lot of very, very creepy scenes in it. I mean, it's a little, you know, it's, it's, it's a play. I mean, they filmed the play, so it's very stagey once they get out of the castle. But it's still, I mean, you know, like I said with my wife, if you ask anyone to do an impression of a vampire, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to do Twilight. They're but not going to do that? these that's other movies. They're going to do that vampire. Because it's kitsch at this point. It's, that's kitsch. Count, that's, what's that's, the guy? That's, in, what's that's the, not fair. That undermines it, Ralph. It's Sesame kitsch, Street. What's that what guy doing? He goes one, two, three. The Count know. from I Sesame mean, Street. Yes. Numbers, are, yeah. the, the Count from Sesame. These but are kitsch, kitsch isn't fair. That's not fair. John, John, 
just understand. We understand your reverence for the film, but it is Bela Lugosi is, a, you know, it's a caricature. He's not but a it, caricature. It's yes not a caricature John's when he's point, the first one that, to do it. Yeah. It's a caricature. When you think now, of iconic vampire, that's what you think. I that's mean, why he's Count Chocula on a cereal box I mean, and the Count and Sesame Street does the one or two or three. Count Chocula. I mean, you're talking 19. It still resonates. Drew's dying. Get in here, Drew. Well, see, the other thing is, you know, we're talking about it like vampire movies aren't a genre because vampire movies are across lots of genres there's right, a lot true. of movies good and bad like blade is right. a vampire Love movie blade. that's also an action movie right and uh priest is a paul bettany movie that's a vampire movie that's really a western that's really a post-apocalyptic future like it just goes on and on and there's tv series there's movies there's great comedies like the what we do in the shadows which is itself is it a is it a, a mockumentary and it's a comedy and it's a vampire film and it's social comments it's all this stuff and so you know, I, it was really fun to just think about um you know just the breadth of it because it does fit into so many things there's lots of crappy ones too uh but even even like what, what I, I don't care for the twilight series for a lot of different reasons but it it is a vampire and it's a a a, a take on vampires that you can immediately recognize. It's very different than the explicitly uh, violent and sexual take that you see in say true blood, but that's also vampires. So I think, I think it's fascinating that it's been that persistent. You know, you can look at zombie stuff in the same way. And, and some of these monsters that are just bigger than Dracula, they're just, they're just that big, but you know, the, the book of Dracula is not that old, but the idea of vampires in one version or another has been around for a long time. And I think it's cool that it, not only does it keep showing up, but there are, there's good things. The What We Do in the Shadows TV show that's currently on the air is still fantastic. So it's exciting. We haven't okay, even talked about Life forget, Force. Let's not forget the mob vampire movie, Innocent Blood. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, Anthony LaPaglia, directed yeah. by Sean's favorite director. Who yeah. directed that? John Landis. Oh, John Landis. Yeah. And yeah. Anne Par- Anna Perron, is that what's her name? I don't know. Yeah. Anna Perron. Right. Right? She played the Let's get to the show just, now. I'll, I'll throw one little thing in there. It's not just to give my reverence, not, it's not even a movie, but just a, one of the best TV shows of all time, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Got oh, her. yeah. Oh, of course. Great show. Great show. Yes. That, I do. Call, I did. Yeah, that is a good call. All right, Brad. You the yeah, man. So there's my contribution. All right. Now let's get to the showdown. Leading off, I'll start off. Then, then Sean will go, and then the uh, champion from last time will finish it up. Okay. So my film is called Love at First Bite. There is a creature of the night whose very name strikes terror in the hearts of man. He fears only mirrors, the scent of garlic, and the sight of a crucifix. He feeds upon human blood. Only sunlight or a stake driven through his heart can destroy him or those whose blood he drinks. His name is Dracula. I love you. And I can give you eternal life. I knew it an insurance salesman. I've already got prudential. Oh my, are you biting me? Oh, oh, oh. Wild. How many times did he bite you? Oh, bad. Just once. I told you it was our first date. I won't let him get her. Well, Count, what do you say to that? 
I would say leave Cindy alone and find yourself a nice Jewish girl, doctor. That's uh, the other one, isn't it? Dracula in New York. His style is irresistible. His curiosity is irrepressible. And when he takes a bite out of the Big Apple, his appetite is insatiable. If you're hungry, master, we could ring for the night maid. <laughs> When you is gone, nobody's gonna bring you back here once to a day. Good evening. Master, oh, please be careful. What is it? You nearly stepped on my dinner. Bon appetit. Oh, I heard a rooster crow. A rooster in New York City? I cannot believe what I'm hearing. It's him! Yeah, or a rock group. The second way to kill a vampire, Count. Three silver bullets through the heart. Yeah. No, Rosenberg. That is a fair bull. Really? Are you sure? <gasps> I've lost it forever. He's drained all the blood out of her. George Hamilton. His blood in your eye. Susan St. James. Richard Benjamin. Dick Sean. Sherman Hemsley, Isabel Sanford, and Artie Johnson as Renfield. Finally, after 712 years, to have someone bite me again. Love at first bite. <laughs> all right, so here's my pitch. That's got all the 70 stars in there, by the way. It's amazing. Most all of them right, are so- dead. This is a direct homage to Dracula. He was mimicking Bella Lugosi. George Hamilton stars as Dracula. Artie Johnson's in there as Renfield. Susan Tate James is playing Cindy Sondheim, a famous uh, model. And it takes place in 1979. He gets kicked out of Transylvania. Somehow all the villagers come up and they kick him out of his house. So they kind of, he's in love with this woman. He thinks he's a descendant of a past love of his. So he comes to New York City. And it just plays with New York City at that time, disco. It's definitely a direct. This came out directly because of Young Frankenstein. They took this and they were trying to do the same thing. Kind of take a serious but funny approach and a, and a reverent approach to the Dracula film, right down to the tuxedo and the accent and the whole deal. George Hamilton, known to be the tan, you know, the tan god, he got himself all white for this and did a really nice job playing Dracula. And I just think it's a fun romp. And in this day of COVID and all the dark times we're having, I just think it would be a fun, funny movie, kind of like uh, good allegory. Drew, Drew's last. It, it is. You know what? It's an allegory about disco. Don't make fun of the word allegory, please. <laughs> and you don't get in the middle of my pitch either. Right in the middle of my pitch. Uh, anyway, I love this film. It reminds, I was in high school, senior in high school in 79. Susan Chang James was really cute. She, she played a great part in this. George Hamilton was fantastic. Resurrected his career. Yeah. yeah, and I just think it's a fun and, and it's a direct homage to the original Dracula. So it fits all the buttons and it um I just think it's a fun romp. So that's my pitch. All right. Up next, Sean Murphy. Hi, uh the film I'm gonna pick is um is uh 1972's The Night Stalker, starring Darren McGavin. Could we play the trailer? Yeah, now I just want to tell you, I, I try to dig these trailers up. They're hard to find for this one, and this one's super short, but it sort of gets at what you're what what we're trying to what you're doing here. 
Darren McGavin stars as Kulchak, the Night Stalker. And now, Darren McGavin in the Night Stalker. Okay, well, this is, um, this, in my opinion, is one of the best vampire movies ever made. It is, it took the subject of vampires very seriously and placed it in modern context. I mean, other films have placed vampires in modern context. But this way, looking at the um, story through the eyes of a cynical reporter played by Darren McAvin, character Carl Kolschak, you know, and places this vampire at, in um, Las Vegas in 1972 as a serial killer. You know, it's a really terrific script um, by Richard Matheson, who is one of the best horror science fiction writers in the second half of the 20th century. It was produced by, I guess, their go-to guy for anything horror, um, Dan Curtis, who was also behind, um, you know, Dark Shadows. He was also behind some of the bigger um, miniseries. Like yeah, he was. Remembrance yep. later. So he had a huge career. Um, I think Darren McGavin is is fabulous in this film as a cynical, but, you know, a, a believing reporter. I mean, he really believes in the news. He believes in getting the truth out. And he's battling the officials of Las Vegas. He's one of the first to really suspect that the serial killer is a vampire. And he's trying to get the um, city officials to take it seriously and get his scoop. Yeah, I think it's a very, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great film. It's, it's like a, um, it's one of the uh, great films that with voiceover, I, it, the film is essentially his voice, cynical voiceover, which is very good. It's the framing story is he's writing a book about what happened and leaving it to your, um, judgment to whether it really happened or not. Um, great script, really good music, a lot of great TV actors in it. And for, for our purposes too, it's also only 72 minutes long. This Whoa. is one of the few films that I could watch now that I could say my pro- my problem with this movie is I wish it were a little longer. I mean, it handles the backstory and all perfectly. It says everything we need to say. But I really enjoyed this character so much. I wish I could spend more time with him. Obviously, so did America and ABC because they followed it up with another feature TV movie called The Night Strangler which was also very good, not as good as this. And then they followed it up with a uh, TV series, I think, maybe three se- seasons. One season. One season, okay. Yeah. Um, it was just the episodes were hit and miss. Yeah. Well, this series was the best was out of the group. Movie. Yeah. This I remember was the being, best. I remember being completely freaked out by this one, actually. Yeah, this was, was, and I will say, me as a writer, my first one in the first scripts that really got me a lot of attention in, um, in Hollywood was a vampire script I wrote, and um, it's been optioned a couple times, but still hasn't been made. And um, it took a lot from this movie. I was just watching the movie today, and I could see that I actually took some took some lines from this movie. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of the vampirism in it is sort of a cross between um, literally this film, uh, The Night Stalker, and the Dark Shadows film, House of Dark Shadows. Is that plagiarism? No, it's no, borrowing. It's, 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 oh, yeah, it's an homage. homage. It's an homage. It's homage. Yes. Yeah. It's flattery is the best. What is that line? It's, uh, it's flatter. Yeah. Theft it's is imitation the is the highest form of flattery. Uh, let me just, since you mentioned 72 minutes, I forgot to mention, I'm sorry that Love at First Bite is available on YouTube. Oh. 
The so only issue is, is it, Night Stalker. Okay, good. I Two can't freebies. Wait. The only issue is it doesn't have uh, – that one is uh, 27 minutes. Um, <laughs> and next up is John Quartrusi. What do you got? Uh, okay, so I ultimately went with what we do in the shadows. And um, before I explain what it is, show the trailer. I think that'll give a little flavor on what this is about. like this the whole time deacon on dishes and it still hasn't moved in five years you're a cool guy but you're not pulling your weight in the flat oh i'm glad to hear that i'm cool no that's not the point though yeah you're missing no, I, the know. Point. Not a I know flat meeting about how cool you are when you get three vampires in a flat obviously there's going to be a lot of tension viago was an 18th century dandy a ghost cop. Vladislav is a bit of a pervert. This is my torture chamber. Deacon's like the young bad boy of the group. I'm supposed to pay rent, but I don't. The trouble with being a vampire is you have to be invited in. I'm coming to the bar, please. $4 Will you invite us in? We need some fresh blood. Hi, my name is Nick. I've been a vampire for two months. My friend Richie's a bouncer. He'll invite us in. Gentlemen, you are most welcome. <laughs> Nick is so much fun. I'm a vampire. Vampire! Vampire! Such a dick. Oh. Nick, why don't you use the front door? You want to draw attention to this house, hmm? You've got a whole documentary crew following you around. You let a vampire hunter into our I don't house. Wait a minute, I just got my email. Oh, don't this. Don't... Ah! I'm kill you! I'm already dead! Not When you're a vampire, you become very sexy. Ow! So what it is, is the real world meets the office with vampires, basically is what it is. So it's directed by Jermaine Clement and uh, I don't, I don't want to say, I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, Taika Watiti, I think the name is. They wrote it and they, and they directed it. They had 125 hours of footage, but the movie is 90 minutes long. Um, they wrote a script, but didn't give any of the cast members the script so that everything that happened would be a surprise to everybody, including the crew who didn't know some of the stuff that was going to happen. Um, each vampire represents a different genre. Uh, Nosferatu, The Lost Boys, Twilight, Interview with a Vampire, and uh, Francis Ford Cop- Coppola's Dracula. Um, it is really funny. I, I, I I remember watching this thinking, what the hell is this movie about? And just laughing like the guys who said, we're, we're, uh, we're not swear wolves, we're werewolves. Those are the werewolves. There's a big tiff between those two, uh, th- those two groups. And, and I'm a big fan of flight of the Concords. So Jer- Jermaine Clement and rise Davy, who plays a, a werewolf 
are in this. And it's just a really, really funny movie uh, that I can't, re- I can't recommend higher. Uh, you know, I thought 48 hours was going to be a laugh fest and it really wasn't. This is pretty much funny all the way through. It's just so goofy. And again, it, it, it's a real take on reality TV more than anything else. Really, really well done. And, and it tweaks the genre, but it also respects the genre too, which I found, I found kind of cool too. So if you want something that's really funny without being seventies kitsch, this is the movie you want to watch. Uh, Night Stalker, great movie, love it, but it is a TV movie. This is more theatrical. It's just the one you want to watch. Oh, he's really going for it, Sean. He, yeah. that's wow, the, I can't believe he it. attacked your film, Ralph, yeah. which is yeah. funny. I, you know what? <laughs> I was pretty I, dead and loving it. Oh, so I like, another good I like, one. Uh, I like uh, cynical kitsch. Not cynical. I like no. 70s kitsch. So. And, you know, all of them have – Think about this, Young Frankenstein, Love at First Bite, the, uh, What Do We Do in the Shadows. They do have a reverence for what they're spoofing. Yeah. So, and, you know, yours came out. I mean, they kind of copied The Office and all that stuff everybody had been doing. So, well, I more guess, the real world. Yeah, but it's copies. So it's like, yeah. it's like Sean stealing out of those books. They did the same thing, I just want to say. Yeah. All right. How long is that film, by the way? 90 minutes. That's not and, eight, and 89 minutes are pure laughter. Okay. Uh, any questions before we go to voting? Anybody? Yeah. What minute? What minute is not the laughter? Because I want to go to the bathroom during that one. The opening titles it, said, just aren't funny. He said it's not pure laughter. That implies it could be impure laughter. Ah. No, Sean, you don't want right. to miss that. Uh, Ring the bell. You don't want to miss that. Actually, right, so and I said this last week. Oh. The the one thing I do like about this uh, showdown, uh, all the movies are good. So whatever we pick is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, no matter what, yeah, so. but this is the first one where I think we all get super excited about yeah. the stuff that we didn't pick. I'm amazed at how everybody got charged up about this one. It just shows you how ingrained the vampire thing is in everybody. And, well, because you know, of Bella Lugosi, too. absolutely. It all started. I think Nosferatu started it, actually. But most people have never seen Nosferatu, Ralph. Most everyone have seen Dracula. Yeah, but In fact, Nosferatu, that- because, because uh, Bram Stoker's widow... There was all kinds of legal stuff going on. It was out of you couldn't see that for years. Well, uh, Drew, explain to me what you explained earlier about the end of the film you were talking about. Yeah, spoilers. Um, spoilers. Shadow of the Vampire uh, is very clever in a lot of ways about the way that movies are made and the story of the movies. And so, in the end of Shadow of the Vampire, when John Malkovich plays the director Murnau, he's shooting Willem Dafoe, and they're shooting the last scene of the movie when. Um, uh, uh, Nosferatu is caught in the sunlight and he burns. And the way that they shoot it is that uh, Willem Dafoe's character is caught in the sunlight as the crew opens a door and he leans back just like in the movie and then the film turns to a negative and then actually burns. Like it literally melts in the frame that you're watching and um, that is a direct reference to the fact that Bram Stoker's widow and his estate went out of their way to not only stop Nosferatu from being seen, but let's burn all the copies. Yeah. So that movie is very literate in the history of of um, early cinema and especially of of uh, of this movie Nosferatu and Nosferatu itself. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's just a great movie and it spawned so many other things. And if you if you have uh, an interest in it, if you watch Nosferatu, you watch the 1979 remake with um, Klaus Kinski, directed by Werner Herzog, and you watch. Uh, Shadow of the Vampire, you're diving deep into vampire movie history, and it's worth your time. That's great. Yeah, and I got to see Nosferatu at, in a church with a live organist. Oh, that's great. Oh, really? It was very cool. And it was very a good cool. print? It was a good print of it? It was, yeah. 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 
It's, yeah, a, it's it was, an amazing movie. The visuals are yeah, German was, expressionism. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that makeup. Oh, my God. It was a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, expressionism people take was vampires coffee. very seriously. And when Sean wrote this, his screenplay on the vampire story. I only I wish I had my uh, bell again for the name dropping, but go ahead. When uh, <laughs> my uncle, who was a, you know, an expert on uh, vampires, when he read Sean's uh, screenplay, he says, you can't have that vampire do that. That that's not allowed, you know. You know, any vampire, if your imagination, you could, you know. We need more vampire movies, and there's not enough of them. There's a lot of them, but we could use more. We didn't even talk about the Hammer ones with Christopher Lee. Yeah, I mean, we could sit here. We could have a three-hour conversation about yeah. all the vampires. Yeah, you know the the lesbian ones. The uh, I think uh, Polanski directed one, right? He directed sort of about a the hunger. Yeah, the Vampire Hunters. The Vampire Hunters. The Fearless yeah, Vampire Hunters? Yeah. I think that's the and, Polanski. Uh, Roman, so. Roman Polanski, right? Yep. Yeah, we yeah. could go all day long. This is all night long because we can't come out to All night long. I don't know what that means. I heard that before. What? <laughs> all night long? What does that mean? Um, that's an Italian thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Debbie, Debbie, were you drinking any of the blood that you were taking? <laughs> No. I was okay. drinking Bloody Marys before we came on. I only drink wine. I do not drink. All right, let's let's go to the voting. Now, yeah. only three people can vote right now. It's Debbie, oh, God. So. Brad, and uh, Drew. So uh, we got to go to the voting here. Let's vote. Come on. Hey, this is a tie. Okay, right. So far, it's a tie. All right. Let's go to – I can't see anybody, but let's go to uh, Brad. Which one are you going to pick here, Brad? Okay, so I, as I watched all the, tra- uh, the trailers here, once I saw this trailer, I, it was no doubt in my mind I was picking this movie. Um, but, you know, uh, you know I, I don't have as much of a, an affinity for the 70s movies. So, um, no, not up here? And, and what we do in the shadows is what I'm going to go with. Um, okay. I am also, I'm a huge fan of The Flight of the Concords and – Jermaine Clement and and would I can't how to pronounce his name. Oh, yeah, Ika Watiti. Right, but I've loved his movies that I've seen, and I, I yeah, I just have to go with that one. All right, no brainer for me. Okay, Debbie. Well, I hate. I love vampire movies. It's really hard. I know the Night Stalker. I've seen that um, TV movie. You know, it's a TV movie, Sean. Right, and uh, so I'm gonna have to. You know, and he's my husband, so I will definitely um, not choose the Night Stalker. <laughs> I want to point out that Debbie has never picked my choice. Sorry. Okay. I, I love the fact that she's so independent. Been loyal. She picked I you. That's all that matters. She choice. picked you, Sean. That's all that matters. Picked you. When I first, I've never seen Love at First Bite or What We Do in the Shadows. But, you know, I want. I am definitely going to watch both of these films. But what I think I'm gonna do is um, what we do in the shadows. I'm oh, sorry. I thought I thought maybe you'd make it interesting. You know really, you're gonna go with this one and not up here, huh? Make it a well, little interesting, uh, uh, Ralph. I don't think uh, that's fair. Uh, what well, you're doing I'm just right asking now? Asking the question, I haven't she dropped picked it. Yet, it. Debbie. I love both of these films. I'm, you are. Yeah. They're both. You'll, Debbie, you'll like either a, one. Debbie, Debbie, it's a TV show. Can we make this interesting or not? No, she picked it, Ralph. Ralph. You can't Ralph. do that. That's not Ralph. fair. Okay, please, Ralph, please yeah. allow the electron made election her choice. Thank you. To be certified. Please let the electors choose. <laughs> you are so right. There's an allegory, Drew. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
I'm going to go with what we do in the shadows. I thought so. All right, Drew, there you go. Well, it doesn't really matter at this point, right? Thanks, Brad. Um, the, uh, I, I wanted to vote for Ed Wood, but none of you, um, that, um, the way I think about it is uh, I've never seen love at first bite. And as soon as Ralph said, it's like young Frankenstein, but Dracula, I was like, well, I don't ever need to Oops. see that. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> not a, not oh, a forgot of about that. So that drives me, that drives me away from it. The night stalker I've never seen. And I'm not sure why, because, it, um, I'm a, I, a big fan of the X-Files and Chris Carter who created the X-Files, he cited his influences and one of his big influences was the Night Stalker movies in the series. Oh, wow. And, uh, so you never I, saw any of them, Drew? I, I've never seen any of it. Oh, wow. So I will, I will definitely track it down and watch it. But um, I just love what we do in the shadows so much. There's so much fun stuff to talk about. And as hard as it is to give John another win in a row, I am <laughs> going to go ahead and vote, do? even though it doesn't matter, Brad uh, was clear about that. Uh, what we do in the shadows uh, is going to get my vote. Well, listen, I recommend since we've got so much time in between, uh, you know, we got the break. You should try to watch all three during the break because they're all good. I mean, they really are. All Wait good. a minute. The break's only like about 30 seconds. Well, yeah, but they don't know that because it's a whole time space right. continuum thing. Right. right. So, so there you go. All right. Well, enjoy the intermission. And when we come back, we'll talk about what we do in the shadows. All right. Tough, tough Thanks, everybody, for voting. Good for job. Me. Congratulations. It. Thank you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. Well, we're back from intermission. That's a wow. heck of a film right there. Yeah. That's great. I needed that break. Yeah. I, I snuck in a little Dracula. I wanted to get some uh, Boris, uh, Bella Lugosi. Yeah, Boris who? So, John, uh, explain. Boris uh, Lugosi. Uh, and I'm here Lugosi. now. Well, welcome Bella back, Wojo. Uh, she, she, was, uh, she felt yeah, a lot Wojo. better after the break. So yes, uh, glad to have you back. So, yeah, so uh, I picked uh, what we do in the shadows and I, I did explain it in the first half, but it's really a mashup of reality TV, the office and all different vampire tropes. I mean, each character represented a different genre of vampires. Uh, I hadn't seen this in a long time. And uh, I got to tell you, it wasn't hilarious, but there were certain scenes in it that I was just, I was dying. The first bite, when he bites that curl and the blood starts gushing everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God, that was so funny. It yeah. was just so well done. And uh, it was... Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. The other thing, alert. it was, it had a very small <laughs> budget. Because it was really independent. And uh, the special effects in it are actually pretty decent for a low-budget show. And they used it sparingly. But it was effective when they used it. You know, even the team were in the hallways fighting. And the, obviously, the room was spinning around. I just thought it was so well done. It was funny. The cast was really good in it. Um, Let's Taiki, give a, slow, slow down. Slow down. Let's give a little background on the cast because I never watched Flight of the Conchords, right? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. oh and, and, my okay. god! So Jermaine wow. Clement is, is okay. one let's of the Flight who, of the let's, Conchords. Let's, let's explain who created this thing because it was produced by Jermaine. Who was Taika Waititi? Taika was that right? Yeah, yeah, and it was co-directed by him and Jermaine Clement. Jermaine right. Clement is one half of Flight of the Conchords. It's uh, New Zealand's number two uh, folk Work. duo c- comedy act. That's yes. how they 
it's a hilarious, it's a very funny show. But Jermaine Clement is, yes. is is funny, and him and uh, Taiki Waikiti uh, did this as an independent uh, movie, and uh, not a lot of money for it. And then it was released in 2014, and uh, I think it was on Showtime. I think that's where it, it was showed in the U.S. And I remember watching it and thinking it was funny, but I, I didn't remember a lot of it. Um, but it was filmed in New Zealand, so a lot of the locations they talk about are about New Zealand, and well, the cops in it were cops yeah, from a New Zealand cop show. Right. Um, and <laughs> the whole cast was from New Zealand. In fact, one of the the, the guy who played uh, Deacon, this was the first thing he, ever did. he he was like an accountant no. or something. Oh. No, Murray was the one of the werewolves. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, Murray, Rise Davies, uh, right, no, Rise right. Darby's. Uh, Darby. 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 Uh, Deacon yeah. was an accountant or something, and this was his first movie. And he was really funny in it. You know, uh, he didn't like, uh, what was the cool guy's name? Nick? Nick. Nick. He didn't like Nick because Nick was so cool. Uh, I just well, thought it was funny. Same, it, he wore it the was, same it, jacket. Yeah, the same jacket. And I liked the fact that at the end, Stu came back. Yeah. I was really thought <laughs> about Stu. Uh, that whole scene, Stu's a good guy. Stu's a good guy. That whole scene at the party of the He's dead, and they bring Stu, and everyone's like, they brought a human to this party? Now they all want to eat him. We got to get him out of here. We got to get him out of here. It was, just, it was just funny, and there were funny things in it, but the takeoff on reality TV, the camera work, uh, the way they shot it was so spot on on like the real world, a little bit mm-hmm. of the office, but the whole concept of it was so well done and it wasn't scripted. Uh, they wrote a script, but they didn't give the script to anybody, including the crew. <laughs> so they wouldn't know what was going to happen, which is kind of interesting. And you could tell, you could tell it was a lot of improvisation and, and you could kind of read that into it. But I just thought it was funny. And I'm, I'm glad that that's the one we, we picked because I had, like I said, I hadn't seen it in a long time and it was funny again. Uh, the whole take on hilarious the like when the vampire burned up and they're trying to they're trying to put the fire out as he's burning i just thought that was hilarious i'm dying to know has anyone not seen it before we hadn't seen, we hadn't it, before. seen it before oh though. i'd love to hear what you guys thought about it i'm sorry i, Robert, I enjoyed it I, 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 was liked kind of it like you. I, I didn't think it was like laugh out loud funny the whole time but there was just a lot of little funny like um jermaine makes me laugh with whatever he's in. The poker. Vlad yes. the poker. But, but um, Ty- Tycho, what, what, what was his character's name? It was like Viago. 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 He would just make those silly. Go. And he just cracked me up. Well, he was And like you said, with the, when he, yeah, he, was, he, he was a, a dandy. The jugular. He's like, oh, this is, this happened is not again. Turning out the way I intended. <laughs> All he's over been the doing couch. this for 300 and some years and he still hasn't figured out where to hit the right spot. That was, that was funny. Pita, that. Pita is, is 8,000 years old. And he ends up with the old lady and he's looking at the camera. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, that's not the look. That wasn't that's the look. That's not, yeah. No, the look was he was happy as a clown. No, the look at the end, he looked nope. at the camera. You're, you're, I think you're wrong about uh, that. Ralph, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm, I'm, I'm an actor. Uh, wait, Cat I have one. to confess, I did watch it on my phone, so maybe I didn't quite oh, get well, that. Well, there you go. <laughs> did but you no, watch I it while driving Ralph, to bad. the podcast? I watched <laughs> a little in my car. Yes, I did. I, um, okay, Hassan. I, I don't think that look was that. I think that it look was. was he was happy. I'm telling you what it was. Because the line was, uh, we'll be together forever. And he goes, 
That's not. He, that's exactly. What I he disagree. Did. Sean, you're a vampire writer. Vamp, you write vampire yeah. movies. From what I was told, last, uh, the last part of the segment, not last week, the last part ding, of the ding, segment. Ding, yeah, ding, minutes ding, ago, the first right? half. Minutes ago, a couple yeah. minutes ago. So, what did you? How did you approach this when you watched it? What was your approach on this one? Well, Debbie and I watched all three of the films. I will say, um, I liked this film. I thought it was funny. I really liked um, Tycho White Titty. And, you know, like when he was um, putting the newspaper down while the girl was yeah. talking. <laughs> you know, it's sort of like, this girl's kind of dense. And I did like that one could line. You put, could you yeah. put some newspaper down when you have guests over? I, I also like the one about he was talking about virgins, too. <laughs> Where he's like, well, why do we want virgins? Well, it's sort of like when you eat a sandwich, you don't want that's to think my, someone fucked it, you know. So that's like, a favorite <laughs> line. You want to know what you want to know their life before you fuck it. Yeah. So, um, that but was I funny. tell you, I thought it was kind of aimless. Ultimately, I just didn't feel it. I thought it was at times very funny, but it just it didn't compel me. Uh, you know, I compare it to like Spinal Tap, which was another improvised film with kind of goofy characters. But the thing about Spinal Tap, by the end, I really cared about those characters, despite how crazy they were. You know how you know how you know characters they were. I was, I really cared about them. And this, you know, I was glad to see them. I was glad to see the movie, but um, I didn't care really about. The, I mean, I'm glad Stu lived. I was going to say, you don't you didn't care about Stu? I cared about Stu. He was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. We're and, not going to you know, eat Stu. And it was sort of like after a while, the movie was going on, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, how are they going to end this? What's going to be big enough to say, okay, this is the end of the movie? And um, Stu coming back with the werewolves. It's funny, it's funny well, you mention that. And then, Drew, you can jump in on this because I think you watch the series or you know about the series that's on Amazon. I love it, yeah. Right? It's a wonderful series on FX, yeah. I felt like this thing, as the film, meandered. I think you were right, it meandered. I thought because they made a series, that's the way to do this. You know, little chunks at a time Mm -hmm. and tell little stories. Go ahead, Drew. Tell, I mean, compare the two if you can. Well, I mean, the the best thing about this movie is is really back with what John started with, which is that it it is funny, it is good. It's not necessarily laugh out loud, which is okay. That's a tone of the movie, but it it has so much potential. And then they announced uh, that they were going to make a television show, and it was like, well, I hope they don't blow it, and they didn't. It's fantastic. They trans they transplanted it from Wellington, New Zealand, to Staten Island. It's several vampires that share a house. Share a house. It is, they've had three seasons so far. It's funny. Just this week, they actually sort of quietly announced that they've renewed it for a fourth season, which is and what's it called? Excellent. It's what called "What We Do in the Shadows," oh, it's and it's on FX. It has the same. It has the same uh, Norma Tanger theme song. Uh, you're dead. You're dead. It's just true. Is it shot the same way, same format? Yeah, it's it's that it's that mockumentary office type of thing, and uh, it's a different cast. Uh, There are some familiar faces. I don't want to ruin any of the surprises. There's a lot of those jokes actually, and the same people, uh, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, are both behind it. I think uh, have directed several of the episodes, and it's like this movie is very good. And when I first saw it, I said, "This is great. I love this movie." But um, man. 
the uh, the TV series just really just shoots so much higher, and it wouldn't exist I without the movie. So you know, I start with this would. movie and then get yeah. into the show. It's amazing. The movie's almost like the pilot, right? I mean, it's it's like a pilot. It, it, it sets yeah. the tone. There's also sure. actually a second TV show that's come out of this uh, series called Wellington Paranormal. You remember that scene where the two cops come in and they investigate the murder and they get glamoured the whole time. So they, oh, there's no smoke detectors in here, that whole thing. Um, I have not seen it because I can't find it out uh, in, in the States, but Wellington Paranormal has been on for a couple seasons and it's about a couple of normal cops. I think the female cop is also in the show. I'm not sure about the male cop. Uh, there, there's just a bunch of weird murders and incidents and they're trying to figure it out. And uh, that's supposed to be very funny too. So it's clearly a very rich. I also read they're supposed show. to do something with the werewolves. Yeah, that's they supposed were, to happen too. Yeah, Reese, yeah. Reese Darby. Reese, well, Reese Darby is amazing. And, I love you know, him. Oh, I love the, him. The, oh, stuff that, the stuff that these was guys he, have done together is amazing. Yeah, he's the alpha. Yeah, he was the alpha. He was, the, alpha. Alpha. He was, he was the agent. He was their he agent in Flight of the Concord. In Flight right. of the Concord. Right. Yeah. He was so good. When he, when he got him the gig in the elevator. <laughs> yep. That was a great show, too. I when love you have that time, show. Ralph, it's really worth a yeah. watch. Flight of the Concord. Strange. Have we lost one of our group yeah they dropped off we just keep going we gotta you know the show must go on wow i don't know i guess they didn't like drew's positivity about the show (laughs) (laughs) happens i don't know know what happened but you know keep going i've Um, been really gentle about all the mispronouncing the names and stuff (laughs) i did i did see your eyes he was going back to check to make sure he had smoke detectors in the house (laughs) i'll have to watch the series i knew it was on uh but I didn't think anybody from the movie was. Is anybody from the movie in it? Forget I, about I cameos. You don't have to give that away. I don't. I don't want to say that. What okay. I want to say is, if you watch the show, you will. Uh, you will forget that they're not in it because the new characters are also fantastic. But none like, of them are like a regular cast member. Anybody that was in this one, right? No, I, I don't. I don't think that that's part but again, of it. Again, it's okay. such a rich. We don't want to say genre, but it's such a rich thing that they, you know, you just think about all, like even Peter, the Peter guy who, who gets burned, the guy who gets burned up. <laughs> no, they, hit every, the they hit every one of the, right. <laughs> the yeah. Look, I mean, um, the, the office, the Ricky Gervais office is spectacular. Right? Yeah. And then the American office, except for the very first episode where right. they did a straight uh, reshoot yeah. of the original pilot script. The American office is also a great show. Right. They're different. Right. Wearing it's great. the same so you kind of do... big shirts that they wore in yeah. the office in the exactly. British version, which was very weird. It was very <laughs> weird. But I mean, you could you could do another season of a show just like The Office and set it in a different company in a different city. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of like Law and Order has got has been franchised all over right. the world. Like right. it's just it's a good idea. So a documentary mm-hmm. uh, t- crew following around a bunch of vampires that that live together in a flat situation um, is. Uh, is is very funny. The TV show uh, is just. I mean, I want I want to say all these lines from the TV show in my head because they're just. It's so it's so great. I'm gonna have so to watch great. that. Yeah, I re- definitely recommend. It. And you're lucky you can you can binge it if you get into it. Yeah, three seasons. I will. Uh, amazing. I like I like the Chiron at the beginning. They said uh, the the crew members were wearing crucifixes and they yep, agreed yeah. not to eat them or whatever it said. Yeah, yeah, the only was. one crew member got uh, werewolf. Got one of the guys. I felt bad for that cameraman. Yeah. Rodney. Oh, oh yeah. He got yeah. He got dragged away. Yeah, he got dragged away. There hey, welcome back, you hey. guys. Hey, it was not an internet problem. I actually pulled the plug out of the. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were upset about uh, plugins. Hey, are you ready for my comments on this film? Yeah, absolutely. Love to hear it. about DNA and. Do they? Uh, no, this yeah. is straight. This is straight uh, from the 
how I laughed at this movie. This was, you know, what, what got me was the trailer, why I chose your movie over uh, Ralph's and Sean's because it was cut so fast. And that was the best part. It was the trailer. If they would have really condensed the film more and just made it, you know, straight funny, it would have been better. That's my. Wait, wait. I thought you were saying it was really funny. You're saying it was not tight enough. It was not tight enough and it lost its funny because it wasn't the jokes oh, were not so funny. The jokes yeah. weren't the jokes weren't rapid fire. I mean they yeah, were they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. It could have been but they were yeah, up but a lot love, of jokes. Listen, listen. That's they what was this, so charming. It was also set up to be very much like a real That's world. That's why exactly. right. Right. Yeah. a day in the life. But yeah. then I, listen, on, I, I I'm gonna say I didn't love it either. I felt the same way, like it meandered, like Sean said earlier. But I also knew the series was out there and I said, you know what? You know, they always say, you know, would this make a Netflix series? This is this would. And it turns out it's working great as a series, like in little chunks. I think it would be better. You got to take did, comedy I, like that in little chunks. You can't do it all in an hour. thirty. Two, well, it's an hour and a half. And also, I mean, it's about vampires. So they've probably already signed them up for 400 years worth of episodes. Right. <laughs> you don't need to recast that's, that's, or that's, anything. You know, John mentioned about, Keith Richards, John, Betty yeah, White. John, right. <laughs> John mentioned about Welcome the to season four thirty five about the stakes in this because you knew the vampires were going to other than Peter getting burned up. You know, there's a chance that I think one guy was playing the piano at the end, hoping the curtain would open up or something. There was a little <laughs> bit of a uh, my favorite thing, the the beast, the yeah. idea that the yeah. beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the way they ended that button that it's his ex-girlfriend. I, that yeah. was kind of brilliant. That was and, and Stu, And, and that Stu, she didn't recognize him was pretty funny, right, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right away, she called him an asshole, too. And then when <laughs> Stu got taken down by the werewolves, you oh, felt kind of bad. It's like, oh, sad. they protected him for so long. Yeah. And then, you know, he, you know, Nick he was bummed out. Like, yeah, he comes back. I also like the fact that the guy they didn't want to eat was named after food. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Do you see the worms? The worms? I thought of it then. I never the worms, it. yeah. What they call it? Not spaghetti. What they call it? Pascetti? You want some Pascetti? And they're all like each other. I guess that's in the Boys. And then when he threw up after eating the French fries. There's a lot of funny. There's a lot of funny moments in this film. I just think as a, as you know, when, I just missed some gravitas from a vampire film a little bit. Like I wanted to just dive into a good vampire film. Gravitas. And I thought, the computer's frozen. And that's I why you picked this... Love at First Bite, because you wanted gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Actually, that's a very gravitasial uh, <laughs> uh, show, movie, actually. Look, I think um, half the movie wasn't. No, what I mean is, funny. What I it was mean about is, being the real world. I mean, what I mean is a consistent theme. Like the theme, they were all over the place because they're doing multi-vampire tropes. We use another word you hate: tropes. They were using every one of them, right? All of them. Werewolves, Peter the Nosferatu, you know, the dandy vampire. They got them all. Vlad the Impaler. That's who. The, no, the Vlad the Pope. That he was knitting. He wasn't the Impaler. He was knitting. There. My point is, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler is. The original Dracula, right. supposedly. And they, so there was a lot of gravitas there. So I was just looking for a little more uh, cohesiveness. Oh. And I, and I still loved it. I'm not saying and I, yeah. and I Now I want to watch the series because yeah, I me watched too. this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that worked well. Anybody yeah. else have anything else? Well, I wanted to, I I wanted to try and get Sean my cousin. And Debbie again. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. Oh, Sean looks very pensive. They're gone again. We lost. I wanted, again. The plug. I wanted to get I wanted to get my cousin on. She's actually she moved to New Zealand this year. She's the chief medical examiner of Wellington, New Zealand. 
So I wanted to have her on. Yeah. I wanted to have her on to talk about, um, you know, if there are any vampire injuries and stuff like that. But honestly, the the schedule kept changing, so I couldn't line it up with you. Now now I don't know whether he's really. No, he's. No, no, that's being passive aggressive right there. You can see it. No, that was a great. No, it's my cousin. No, actually, you know what? That wasn't passive at all. That wasn't passive. No, no, that's right. That wasn't passive. My my cousin is actually. um, She did. uh, She did leave uh, the United States to go to New Zealand with her family. Um, So she got out during COVID, and she's now the chief medical examiner. And and wow, uh, they're they're you know, hi TJ and Judy, I love you. But um, (laughs) but it's it's just funny because I'm I'm watching this movie this week, and and I'm like, oh. These are, I mean, this is shot all over Wellington. I, I, I've never had any family uh, in New Zealand. I've got cousins in Adelaide, and now I've got cousins in Wellington, and it's just funny to see that. And the, um, the, the TV show also has that that lived in, like it's about ridiculous things, but it it feels like a real city. And how would these people be like the whole like all the just so many of the jokes like we have to be invited in or we can't go in the club. Yeah, it's just it's just so in. smart. What? Invite us in. Right. You can go in. And also, it's a really nice um, introduction to what Taika Waititi brings to all of his projects. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like Marvel movies. I think they're fun. But Thor Ragnarok, which is the one that he did, is a whole other level yeah. of like genuinely good action. Yeah. And, and they drama, made Thor. They made so Thor funny. interesting. Right. Exactly. And it's yeah. and it's so funny without without um without sacrificing any good storytelling. Right. And you know that that's all on display here. That's why I think the the TV show could go on. You know, as long as they want to make it, I'll watch it. It's now, just- is it is it filmed in New York? Um, I don't you know? know. Actually, I doubt it because, you know, movie magic or whatever, but it, yeah. it could be. It could be. It, I mean, it, that's the thing. It feels like, you know, the real world New York, except it's yeah. vampires. Hey, did and you I know we're not supposed to talk about the plug again? watching, but I Internet watched the issues. real world reunion. <laughs> you yeah, did? Oh, my God. Well, it's just been they're, they're, they're putting out one episode a week, as Drew said, which is is, you know, um, you realize how spoiled we are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch it that way. That's why WandaVision, I waited till they all drop before I watched it, and everyone was trying to tell me about it. Like, I don't want to hear about it till they right. all drop. Yeah, but is that <laughs> you or them? Who's that on? Like, I used to hate that when I'd watch, if I was into a series and someone, ha- you know, someone's four, four behind. I mean, whose fault is that? That's, you, you got to catch, you got to be on. You got to be no, there. You don't. Yes, well, really <laughs> no. as he proved tonight. Yeah, I think that's on you. I want to just, I want to watch the whole thing at once. I, I got four more holes to go here. Weeks. I need to finish this up right. first. I just looked up where they filmed it. I should have, I should have known. Where do they film TV shows if they're supposed to be in New York, but they're not in New York? Toronto, Canada, exactly. Or Vancouver. They shoot it. They shoot it in Toronto. Yeah, it doesn't look like Vancouver, but it's Toronto. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll have Are to watch that. The, the movie was shot in Wellington. Yeah, the movie was shot in Wellington. Hey, what hey, happened? You pulled the plug hey, again? Last time it was the what internet. That? Okay, all right. All right, well, well, well you just okay. missed the best We're part We're done, of the show. and uh, more, Wojo won for the next movie. So uh, what yeah. are you going to pick, Wojo? <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, it's not true. No, it's not true. We didn't do the Wheel of Fun yet. Any last things you'd like to add about this film before we move on? Well, yeah, add some gravitas. I, I think we, we ended up watching all three films. Not funny. And I, I really thought this one was like a, a Saturday Night Live thing. It wasn't really a, you know, but it was great. 
And but as far as movies go, Ralph's movie was uh, was we should have I should have picked Ralph's movie. Why? <laughs> you hated it. Oh, that was the one from seventies. Yeah, love, love at first, first bite. bite. Oh, Night Stalker. Night Stalker. No, no, love at first bite. John picked love Night Stalker. First bite. And now, then, Debbie, are you saying you liked Love at First Bite or you didn't? Yeah, like it? I liked it. I, really, I, li- I no, liked it. I thought when I George loved Hamilton in yeah. all this orange glory. Arnie Johnson. <laughs> Except he was a vampire, so he was all pale in this one. Right. Yeah, no, the movie all good. No, but this one, I I enjoyed this one, but it did make me. The good news is it makes me want to see the series because I felt like, you know, it just. Uh, I think it's it's better as a series. I think my my opinion. Yeah. I haven't even seen. You should series, have all just watched Dracula. No. <laughs> Ralph, did you watch Dracula? I've seen Dracula. When's the last time you saw Dracula? Uh, 1932? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You weren't okay. born in 1932. It's been a I'm long just, time. Vaunt, I'm, I'm, vaunt just waiting for, I'm just waiting for Tim Burton to remake it, and then I'll watch it. So I think that would probably be the best. <laughs> well, I liked uh, Bram. You know, uh, like- version wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, it was. All, I mean, it was beautifully shot. I have seen. I have seen that was nineteen thirty two Dracula. I have seen yeah. that one. I don't know what year it came out, but I have seen it. But again, you know my feeling about that old style. Yeah, it's black, black and white, white movies which you hate. suck. According Not black to and Ralph. white, just the it's old, overacting. The, the, the overacting. Just old. Yeah. What do you mean, Ralph? <laughs> Children of the night, come on! Yeah, come on, let's go. Children all of right. the night, what music <laughs> okay. they make? That's yeah, good. All right. <laughs> Everybody, anybody else want to say anything else about this film before we move on to? Before I fall, before we get, become disconnected. Before Sean goes. Yes, yeah, right. Right. Sean's internet crashes again. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to take a little pause on the Yippie Kaye showdowns. They were great. I enjoyed all of them. And we're going to go to Yippie Kaye Classic, which means right. one of us, what's that? All right. That's right. Which so means now us, it's made with high fructose corn syrup. That's right. uh, it's new coke and look at the only way you're going to know about this is if you subscribe hit the notification button right. and share the crap out if you of made this, it right? this far into this this is right. gold Please this subscribe. is gold comedy gold so, but, man it's coming unlike, gold. one thing we did learn from the yippie kaye showdowns is we like the wheel of universe picking who does what the wheel of universe the wheel <laughs> yeah, the, the universe. wheel we'll call he's getting wheel. real mystical on us so <laughs> we're gonna let the wheel pick who brings the next film all right so this is the old okay. format one person's gonna bring a movie we're all gonna That's watch right. it we, we big call money, it yippie big money. classic but no it's worries. really yippie kaye <laughs> deep dive we're gonna deep dive on one film and, old school. Uh, we all we all, we all watch the we film and then we talk about it. So. Right. Old school. Way back in way old December. So let me see. <laughs> yeah. Great. Right. You guys seen the wheel? Oh, there's the I wheel know. of fun. There's Here the wheel. Stand the by. image picker wheel. Drew. Looks like a Drew. It's me. Oh, all right. Drew. Like who me. the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Drew. Uh, you don't have to Cat tell us right pick. now because I know it's going to be Mad Max Fury Road, but you know we'll give you a couple days if you want to let us know what what the film. I'll, is. I'll so, pick something and I'll let you know. Um, I I don't think it would be fair to say the whole what we do in the Shadows TV series, but I hope you'll explore that as well. But uh, I'll let you guys know. Um, you'll have to let us know quick because we're going to do this Tuesday, right? Yep. So yep. we don't have a lot of time. So okay, but no pressure. Then, uh, I'll pick right now. There's one I've had teed up for a while. Let's do Wind River 
written and directed by Taylor Sheridan from 2017. It stars Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen. It's a really extraordinary movie. It's an extraordinary thriller. Also, uh, what it's about are important issues that you don't usually see in the movies. And the reason you probably haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, is also its own story that connects to the themes of the movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a challenging watch. It's a, it's a tough story, but it's really it's amazing. And uh, it should have been up for Oscars and all those types of things. And I'll tell you guys why it never made it to that point. And it's definitely worth your time. You may have seen other movies by Taylor Sheridan. He wrote um, uh, uh, Sicario and Hell or High Water. And he's now the, the guy behind uh, the Yellowstone TV series. Yeah, he's so he's been working for a long time and one too, and doing yeah, a lot we of like stuff. that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so. I've seen this one, so I can't wait to hear everybody else's uh, take on this one because I I enjoyed it quite a bit. So good, yeah. good pull, good pull. All right, enjoy well, Wind River. So we got a couple. You know, John gave away the inside baseball that you know when we record all this stuff, but that's fine. What? But, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that happened. So uh, until next time, everybody have a safe week. We're getting. We're a year out of COVID. This is, we're kind of, this is a weird anniversary as we're taping this or shooting this. It's been a year. It's been a fun year on the episode. Interesting year for sure. So um, you guys, I'll say it anyway, stay safe, stay happy, watch a lot of films and we'll see you guys next time. All right. See you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)